Hey y'all, so for some reason my microphone decided to not record my track uh, during this interview and so I tried to use the audio from the Zoom just for my voice but that got way too confusing to edit. So this entire interview is with the Zoom audio. Uh, I did my best so I'm sorry for the bad quality but we had a lot of fun anyways and I hope you enjoy. Okay. What up? <laughs> Hi. <laughs> okay. Nice to uh, meet both of you. You too. Yeah, Take nice us to off, meet Mariah. you too. <laughs> okay, are we gonna? Um, yeah, do our. We're starting our the intro. the recording. Oh, All right. So shit. I'm. Yeah, we gotta <laughs> press record. Silly. Did you forget how this podcast works? Apparently okay. so. <laughs> Good morning, Agents of Nothing, and welcome to our Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. podcast. We are your commanding officers. I'm Mariah. And I'm Caroline. And today we interrupt your usual programming to bring you a very special episode. Not a normal episode, it's a cool episode. (laughs) Today we are interviewing Tina, the social media manager for Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. from seasons two through six. Yeah, Tina! Woohoo! <laughs> it's so good nice to have to you meet on. You both. Thank Welcome. you. It is so nice to be here. <laughs> so, um, if you would just go ahead, like introduce yourself, explain your relationship to the show, and yeah, we'll go from there. Cool. So, um, my name is Tina, and um, I worked on social media for Agents of Shield from seasons like two through six ish um i worked with like a team of it like it fluctuated through the years so it was like generally between three and four of us oh um so i but basically like kind of how it worked was um i was the one who was primarily in charge of like writing copy and doing the actual posts and i would go on set a lot um and i would work with like we had a creative director and like another manager above me um, who were kind of my two, like they were on the show from start to finish. Um, and the three of us were very much like the shield click. Um, and then we had like, um, at one point we had like a coordinator come in and, and we had like, we had kind of like rotating other people that like worked on the show through the years. So definitely yeah. don't want to take like all the credit but I will take all the credit for like almost everything that was posted specifically like I really started like to take ownership of the social and the copy starting like season three but I helped starting like season two and then when they were like oh wait Tina you're a fan of this show you're like good at writing for this show like here is the show here you go so um cool and that's kind of like the first thing is that like first and foremost like I'm a huge fan of Agents of Shield and I was a fan of the show like before I started working on it which was that's why so cool. like I had such a blast working on it because I was like oh my god it's my favorite show like yeah I get to to go that's to the set and awesome. like awesome yeah it felt that's like a dream <laughs> right like it felt like just being a fan and then I'm like oh my god I'm getting paid to be a fan I mean a lot of it was Imagine. really hard work but um but it was but like of all the shows that I ever worked on like shield has always been my number one favorite that was not a secret to anyone working at abc at the time so 
That's so yeah. cool. Yeah. I love that. Were you the person, because uh, I know that they would do like the live tweeting during the episodes. Would you be the one like replying to fans and stuff? That was me. <laughs> we have probably spoken before then. <laughs> we have probably spoken before. Yay. <laughs> yeah, I I did live. T- so I was the per- the only person that did live tweeting from seasons three to I think five. And then around season six um I just like so obviously like Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. wasn't the only show I worked on um and around season five um I got like a lot of other work on my plate and I was like I love live tweeting S.H.I.E.L.D. but I physically like (laughs) cannot manage all of the work (laughs) because the other thing the other thing too I think um around season six so like the as you guys probably know or remember the time slots of shield would like shift quite a bit. Um, So the show for a long time was on at nine, eight central, which on the Pacific coast, which is where I live was 6 PM. So like, even, even when I was like normally tweeting the show, that was technically like after hours Um, and we're all salaried. So like, we don't get paid overtime. You just like, I volunteered to do it because I was like, I love shield. And then they moved this time slot to 10 PM, which is then like seven o'clock. So then you start like live tweeting the show at seven and the show is an hour. And then after that, you also have to like, um, I guess, insider secret. We, li- we actually live live tweeted on the East coast, but on the West coast, because like, unless it was like a very, very special episode. Like I think I might've actually live, live tweeted the West coast for like the hundredth episode and like uh, some of the other like major milestones, but on the West coast, I would literally like <laughs> take some of my tweets from like earlier in the evening that were live. Like if I tweeted a gif of Fitzsimmons at six twelve PM, I would take that GIF and I would write different copy for it. And then I would schedule it for the West Coast at 9, 12 p.m. Oh, my God. (laughs) So I was like not I was live tweeting, but I wasn't actually live tweeting on the West Coast because um, I needed to sleep. (laughs) Yeah, that's totally understandable. Yeah, (laughs) but I like but I wanted the fans to like have something that was like a little bit different um, on the West Coast. And the thing about like tweeting East Coast versus West Coast is that obviously like there's a larger like consumer base on the East Coast Mm -hmm. and um, and also like if you're on Twitter on the West, like West coast time, like you might see some people like retweeting leftovers from the East coast and that kind of thing. So like there isn't as much of like a spoiler rule. Cause you kind of like when you live on the West coast, you kind of know, and this was also back in the days, like when Twitter was actually like chronological, um, chronological. So it wasn't as much like not at, like now it's a bit different and the way that you approach something like that has to be different so that you're not like totally spoiling everything for everyone. But um, yeah. And even at the East coast, like there were a couple of things that like, I couldn't always like talk about or say just in case, like we really wanted to keep something secret for the West coast. Not that like the East coast fans, like, you know, it's the internet. Like, yeah. 
I'm of the mindset that like, if I really don't want to be spoiled by something, I won't go online. But, (laughs) you know, we tried to be as courteous as we could in in some aspects. Absolutely. (laughs) Absolutely. I know, um, Carolyn, like, I know that you haven't seen the whole series yet. So I also want to be mindful of like how much I spoil. <laughs> Thank you. In our so <laughs> I gave her a heads up on like the two main things about Sky that happen in season two that are like going right. forward. That's a big part. So she knows about the yeah, powers like her name and is, she knows Daisy. Her, yeah, I was yeah. gonna say her name is Daisy. <laughs> that was that was a that was a trip because like you know I had to tweet with her as Sky for two seasons and then they're like by the way never say the word sky again <laughs> oh shit <laughs> yeah I mean Mar- Marvel has a lot of rules and and we were very like um cognizant of, of what we can say and they and as soon as she became Daisy Johnson Marvel was like cool so please don't reference her as sky like again Like, we don't really want to do a callback. We want to establish that, like, her name is Daisy now, and we will only be referring to her as such. (laughs) As a fan, that was so jarring for me at the time. And especially, like, my dad, uh, I think he was in his, like, 50s already at the time that it was airing. Mm -hmm. And, like, he was always calling Caroline Carolyn to begin (laughs) with. So, like, he was like, (laughs) Daisy? Day- they're yeah. just gonna change her name in the middle of the show daisy <laughs> yeah and that and that's the thing and that and that's also why like in marketing it was like so important for me to never talk about her as sky because it was so like conf- like it was weird for me as a copywriter because i'm like trying to make like puns about the sky and then they're yeah. like <laughs> it's it's Daisy now, and I'm like, never again. All right, I guess I can right. work. With that. Come up with some botanical jokes. Right, Got it. botanical jokes. Yeah, we're we're in bloom. Like, I hope I hope I used that. I don't know if I did, but man, I do remember. Um, like at the time, uh, I uh, as it was airing was around like the time I got my first like job and so sometimes I would have to work while it was is my microphone not recording has it not been recording this whole time Stop I swear it. To God. oh no I hope not I think it hasn't oh that's fun that's a oh, fun no. time oh, no. all right yeah I guess my audio is just gonna have to come from the zoom that's gonna okay. be fun to edit oh well good. we're giving good. up <laughs> <laughs> it's okay things happen believe me believe me things happen <laughs> well huh. as I was saying anyways um <laughs> When I would have to work the night, I like I would not check my phone like on my break. I was like, no Twitter, no Mm -hmm, Tumblr. mm -hmm. And then like I would watch the episode as soon as I got home. Because I mean, I'm fully a child of the Internet. I was not. Oh, yeah. I was not going to go to bed without going on Tumblr. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, that's the (laughs) look. I'm still that way. I'm still that way. Like, I know that you can, um, like, we made sure to tag every single, like, tweet with hashtag Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Wow, I can't talk. Yeah. Um, so that, like, if people wanted to mute the hashtag, for, like, if they were West Coast or something, like, they could. Or if they just couldn't watch that week or whatever, they could totally mute the hashtag. But, like, I have never met a person in my life who has ever muted a hashtag. The people <laughs> who are, like, really into yeah. stuff have just been, like, I'm just not going to go online until I see it. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> and to be fair, like, 
at AB, like at ABC anyway, and especially towards the beginning of the show, like streaming platforms were not as big as they are now. Yeah. Yeah. And so the impetus, like the goal was really, please watch this live. Right. So that's yeah. why we put so much effort into like the live tweeting and all of that stuff, because like, A, it's fun um, to like engage with the fans, but also it's kind of like a fun thing of like, hey, if you watch the show live, like you can also like hang with us and, yeah. you know, and it, yeah. and there was like a really fun like live tweeting community. Like we would trend like worldwide, like almost every week for a while. And that was like really exciting and amazing. Yeah. So it was, I, I miss the fans so much. <laughs> <laughs> and like, it's crazy how active the fan base still is. Yes. Like, and, and like, we've been blown away by just the response to us. Like, I did not expect us to have the audience that we have in this short amount yeah. of time. We're not even done with season one yet. And it's, ah. it's insane, you know? Yeah. The, the small but active podcast. fan base. <laughs> oh, thank you. <laughs> yeah. No, and that's that's like the whole thing. Like, Shield has always had just like, even like with viewership numbers kind of going like up and down, like there have always been this like core set of fans that have just been like, these are our people. Like they yeah. were, and everybody on the show knew it. Like they really were so um, excited by the fans and like loved all of the interaction and like it was just it was just so it was so good (laughs) (laughs) so um in in what ways did your role like change as uh the season went on and the expectations of social media just in like the relatively short period of time that you worked on it like Mm -hmm. the landscape of that changed a lot so how did that how did your job evolve as the landscape did Oh man, that's tough. Um, I mean, the thing is, uh, I think like the first, I guess the, the easy answer and kind of the more boring answer is like the streaming landscape changes and shifts business goals. So like where in like season one and two, the ratings that the executives are really caring about really are those like live ratings. And then it kind of, you know, like as ABC and Hulu are in a big partnership like later on down the line and then we're like okay C3 numbers are the thing which mean uh, I know that that's like a really weird technical term uh, actually for everybody listening out there C3 numbers still are important and I don't really know why because I think that the landscape like is moved beyond C3 but a C3 number basically means a live rating plus two additional days of streaming through either through an official source. So like if you stream on Hulu, if you stream on like abc.com or like the ABC app or any other like legitimate form of streaming that can be like tracked back to a network, that number is like estimated by Nielsen. And that number becomes the number by which a network will look at it and be like, okay, this deserves another season or yeah, no, we're going to cut our losses. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Interesting. So, yeah. So it is like those numbers were like very, it's very weird because like the ratings for S.H.I.E.L.D. would like constantly fluctuate. Yeah. But I think like S.H.I.E.L.D. ended up being one of those like flagship shows where like it was the very first 
Marvel television show. And I think Marvel really cared about it a lot, um, especially towards like the earlier seasons. And they really like, I think like ABC and Marvel definitely like wanted to make it um, into kind of a priority for the network. And even when the ratings like in later seasons, like weren't as high, I think that there was still kind of that like understanding of like, this is a, this is kind of a legacy for us. We're going to like end it when we want to end it. And I was actually like shocked towards like the end of like season six, that it got a season seven. Like I really thought that season six was going to be like the last season. And then we announced like on the same day that it had been picked up for both season six and seven. And I, I do was, remember that. I, I, I was shocked actually. Wow. Like I didn't, I obviously like love the show would never want it to get canceled I didn't think it would make it seven seasons and it's like a true testament really to the fans that were like so into it that it did so yeah because it was one of those rare shows that like I think only the very last season didn't have 22 episodes right like it stayed like Mm -hmm. a long tv show for longer than any of of the other series yeah and so like I guess in terms of like how the social media evolved and things like that. Like um, obviously like earlier seasons, and this is this is not like to say that ABC didn't like the show or whatever. Um, this is common for like every single TV show to ever exist, but like earlier seasons generally get like bigger budgets than later seasons mm-hmm. in terms of marketing, because by the time you're in like a season five, six, seven, like people should are people either are watching or they're not watching. Like yeah. it's really rare that you're going to convert a viewer in like season five of a show and be like, okay, jump on in lord knows i tried (laughs) yeah and it's and it's also and at the time too they're like agents of shield was not streaming anywhere so like on abc.com or on hulu you could watch like a season of this like you could watch that season like if you start if you decided that you were going to start watching season four in the middle of season four you could watch like the beginning of season four and like catch up you couldn't watch seasons one through three anywhere unless you wanted to like buy them on iTunes or something, which like wow. no one yeah. did. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm sure some people did, but like that wasn't something that they were telling us to do either. So that, and then like platforms. <laughs> so like earlier on, like I remember uh, putting a lot of effort into Tumblr, like in earlier seasons <laughs> and then like, um kind which is not to say that like tumblr wasn't well well, actually no tumblr wasn't doing as well like later on (laughs) and it was basically like a let's put let's put more effort into our instagram let's put more if so it was kind of like a it's like playing tetris right like you have a certain number of like hours in your day and also when you're working on like six other tv shows even if shield is your favorite again i'm gonna say that (laughs) you know there's still like a how do i balance my time and things so definitely like just different platforms kind of would you know and then there was like the whole evolution of like facebook live which i would like to say for the record on my own, I did the very first um, Facebook Live for Shield ever, which was the second Facebook Live that had ever been done on the network. <laughs> Whoa! Um, and also, that was like the most stressful day of my career. 
It was, oh my gosh. I was like, at the time was, um, I had kind of just been hired at ABC. So I was still very new. And uh, it was in, it was during season two, I believe. Season two or three, one of those. Um, And like, I had never been to the Shield set before. But like, the people that I worked with, um, like, of their names are Lauren and Kevin. Lauren and Kevin had gone all through season one. They were like, they were the ones that the cast really knew and were familiar with. And um, we had like some people from Marvel that would also hang out on set and they were meant to kind of be like our liaisons. Mm -hmm. Um, But I had never met any of them either. Like I had talked to them on the phone, like on phone calls, but like, I didn't really know who they were either. And um, I don't know what had happened that day, but both Kevin and Lauren were busy, uh, but they had already confirmed with Marvel that we were going to do the Facebook Live. And they were like, hey, Tina, do you want to go to the Shield set and, like, do this Facebook Live with them? Oh, my God. "Um, Okay. And by the way, I'd never been to any set before, like, of any show. Wow. Because I was so new. And and I had us and like no one had done a Facebook Live before because it was like a brand new product at the time. Wow. And <laughs> and I was like, um, yeah, sure, I guess. And then like <laughs> you you end up and then you like suddenly find yourself in like the hallway of the Quinjet <laughs> and you're like, Hi, I'm Tina. I do social media. You don't know me, but I'm looking for Henry from Marvel. <laughs> <laughs> and then like suddenly like Clark Gregg like opens the door and he's like oh let me go find him like I think I saw him like back there and then I'm like oh my god oh my god oh my god, oh my god. <laughs> and then you're Whoa. and then like and then Clark is like oh yeah um Henry's like just over there like he's a, I'll, I'll get him in a sec I just have to like take a phone call and then I'm like listening to him like talk to his wife like on his cell phone and I'm like oh my god <laughs> Oh my god oh my god oh my god like what am, what why am i like what how am did I doing your head there? not explode <laughs> oh it did but but like i'm very good at like being like yeah i'm cool i'm like calm and professional it's like fake yeah. it till you make it but <laughs> on the inside i am dying <laughs> god um, but yeah it was a true like fake it till you make it moment because everybody was like yeah so like you're a, you're like a social media pro like you've done this and i'm like um yeah yeah no okay so we're gonna do this like like I think sometimes when I'm like really just (laughs) I think I just kind of like dissociate to a place where people like want to listen and I'm like if I can if I can pretend I'm confident enough that like I know what I'm doing then people do believe you and um so it was it was a wild time I think like Nick and Adrian were still in the cast and oh, yeah. they were really fun. I think at one point like Chloe sang like a Britney Spears song, which like definitely <laughs> oh, like shouldn't I have happened that. on the Facebook Live, but it did anyway. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> um we're gonna pay the copyright for that later. <laughs> yeah. No, but hey, they can't prove it because that live is down now. Um, <laughs> hey. I just said I think it may have happened. I'm a legend. <laughs> But <laughs> allegedly so, um allegedly actually the funniest part about all the Facebook lives that we did was that I would I before we did any of them with the cast I would be like hey just so you know like we are live we can't edit this please try not to swear 
never worked. (laughs) (laughs) It never worked. Of course not. (laughs) And like sometimes we would have like Facebook lives that like I had like a concept for them and then the cast would just do like whatever they wanted. Like I think the (sighs) the weirdest one we ever did was um, season five uh, parts of it take place in space. And so I had this idea like, oh, what if we ordered a bunch of like astronaut food from Amazon and like blindfolded (laughs) members of the cast and had them like try to identify like what food it was they were eating. Um, Who was the best at it? (laughs) uh, Chloe. Chloe was the best at it. And uh, Jeff Ward took none of it seriously. Uh, He was (laughs) the funniest. He was the funniest man to work on that show, Jeff Ward. I, I bet. Um, we haven't there gotten a to lot him yet but you're gonna love him caroline you're gonna <laughs> love him later um he plays a character named deke no spoilers for anything related to him but um cool he, he's a fun guy and a fun <laughs> character but uh but yeah they were so like at, we we started off with that and then i don't know how this facebook live like devolved into like at one point like i think they were just, t- they just kind of like talk about whatever and nothing. And they like talk to the fans. And then at some point, like, I don't remember how this happened, but like Ming came on and she was like making jokes with the fans. And then they were like, they were trying to get everybody in the cast, like in this Facebook live, but they were shooting with Clark at the time that we were doing this. Like we just weren't going to get Clark. Yeah, and Ming was like, "Oh man, Clark can't come by. Like that's so sad." So they literally, like, off camera, like this while the Facebook Live is happening, went to somebody who worked in props and was like, "Hey, can you like print a giant poster of Clark's body?" <laughs> and so I'm like at the camera, like trying to like do sign language to the cast, like, "Please don't talk about that" or whatever, and. <laughs> And then, like, Ming comes in from the back. She got somebody on the crew to print a giant poster of Clark. To the, and she just, like, brought it into the Facebook Live. And then suddenly the Facebook Live became about the poster of Clark. Um, that's amazing. <laughs> and, that's, and that's the kind of um, thing that, like, if TikTok were a thing back then, we would have absolutely been viral for that. Um, yeah. Absolutely. I imagine Ming was probably a liability on those lives. Oh my gosh, <laughs> Ming. She was fun. Yeah, she she yeah, but but she was fun. I loved her too. Um actually, I think Ming behaved for live. She was a lot more like out there when cameras weren't rolling. Um <laughs> but gosh, the one that we could never like control on live. Um I mean, Chloe, like, did whatever she wanted. She was so fun. Ian, (laughs) Ian, like, would pretend, Ian would pretend that he never wanted to do anything on social media, um, but Elizabeth convinced him to do everything. So Ian was a part of, like, everything we ever did. Yes. Um, I do remember he he would always just kind of be, like, you know. Oh, yeah. He, he (laughs) He would pretend like he was having the worst time, and yet, if he really didn't want to do it, he wouldn't have done it. So <laughs> he was, he oh, has a very dry sense of humor. He was a yeah. fun dude. I've totally like derailed whatever the oh, initial no. question oh, was. We're, um, we're loving this. <laughs> I'm having so much fun. 
I had so much fun with them. (laughs) Was there pressure to go viral at the time? Like I know that there is now for a lot of social media managers. On smaller brands, there is like a pressure to go viral. On generally like on larger brands, like the expectations that they have of a social media team is to really like be true to what the show is, um, to engage with the fans consistently because a lot of like, complaints we used to get from like producers of other shows is like you're not posting enough you're not doing enough like you know it's it's that versus like virality um because if they want a lot of views on a video like a big company can just pay for them yeah um but but obviously when it happens organically like that's the goal um and so really the goal or the mindset of every social media manager in general should be like make the best content that you can and if people respond to it then amazing but like I think when you try to make something go viral it's never as cool as when like it just does on its own yeah Yeah. the internet can smell the desperation. Yeah. Yeah. No, really like for us and just like in general working in TV, there were more like expectations from the showrunners of like, Hey, this is a big moment. Like I need you guys to like make buzz around like this moment or whatever. And so there was kind of just, you know, speaking really generally like, okay, like how do we make like the, the show really wants to go in this direction this season. Like, how do we warm people up to that idea? And like, like I remember season four um, being a really interesting season, like marketing wise, because the showrunners basically were like, we're going to do something we've never done before. We're dividing the show into it's like this season is going to be divided into like three different segments. And then the ABC marketing team was like, we should market each like segment of season four, like its own thing and so that was really fun and we got really creative with like how we worked with that that's super interesting yeah Mm -hmm. the um the amount of things that happened on agents of shield like i look back at like the summaries of the seasons and i'm like wait that was that that was was one season season four (laughs) wait no i could have sworn that was three different seasons Mm -hmm. well because season four like not to spoil too much again i'll um, take my headphones off if i need to (laughs) it was like there was like they they and they like titled them differently like it was season four like first was ghost rider then was lmd and then was the framework and we created like three different posters for each thing um we had like different creative we we had like a lot of fun with like you know, the things that were happening without going too much into it. But, you know, like when we had a special guest star, we made (laughs) sure to like, you know, give opportunity for him to interact with the fans. And like, it was really cool. Like that was the best season to work on and also like to watch as a viewer, like season four. Holy shit. Incredible. (laughs) I'm still, I, I still, my, my crack ship. Well, I don't know if it would be a crack <laughs> since they're on the same show, but I was so mad that Daisy and Robbie never got together. Oh, that's a good, that's not even a crack ship. That's just a good ship. I liked them too. But I think Chloe just has chemistry with everyone. Chloe does have chemistry with everyone. Like I actually really liked, um, I, I won't spoil the name, but Lemons, that, yeah. that ship. 
I would have loved for it to happen. It didn't, but I, I, I kind of would have been on board. It would have been super weird, but like very fun. Yeah, it would have been weird on a lot of levels. It would have been weird on <laughs> a lot of levels. Um, yeah, so weird. In real life, those, <laughs> in real life, those two actors just were such good friends, and they had like such good like chemistry that I was like hey if it happens in the show like I would not be mad um, and then it didn't but it was fine <laughs> I did like the the final love interest yeah Daisy. the end game Daisy, there's yeah Daisy has a lot of love interests through the show as she should as she should <laughs> <laughs> so if I'm not mistaken you were there for the infamous lip sync battle between oh the gosh. Agent Carter cast and Agents of <laughs> S.H.I.E.L.D. cast. So was that something that they came up with on their own or did like ABC and you guys have a hand in that? LOL. Um, they, <laughs> I was not allowed to be a part of that. They absolutely <laughs> did it on their own. Um, it was so fun. Well, it was like one of those things where like, so that happened as I was kind of joining the show. But like as a fan, I was very aware of like what was <laughs> happening. And I'm like, this is the funniest thing I've ever seen. And I remember like talking to my bosses and being like, hey, so like when we go on set, like can we have them do more like dub smash battles? Oh my god, dub smash. Literally. The app that used to exist. <laughs> um talking about how social media has changed. Uh I was like, can we have them do more? Like how like I wanna like they seem like they were having a blast with it and all that stuff. Cause that I think most of them happened at Comic Con and I was not at that Comic Con. But, you know, I was like, guys, we got to do something. <laughs> My bosses were like, so the cast is like allowed to do it on their own. But like ABC's lawyers have told us like we are absolutely not allowed to do anything with that app. Oh, no. <laughs> so and, and now that like I work for a brand that has a lot more legal restrictions, I understand why. But it does, you know, when you're like wanting to have fun and make cool content like yeah. It would have been fun, but uh, all the credits to the cast, they did everything. They're so funny. <laughs> They're ridiculous. I love them all. I, I couldn't remember. Um, I didn't realize it was Dub Smash until I like looked up the compilation to send to Caroline. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I could have sworn it was Musical.ly, like when TikTok was Musical.ly. Yeah, remember when TikTok that? was Musical.ly, I do remember that. Um, <laughs> yeah, it was like such a weird time because we were like, I remember when Musical.ly like came out and we were all like, should we buy ads to run on Musical.ly? Like, does anybody use that app? Like, do we think it's going to go anywhere? And now we're like, wow, did it go somewhere? It did. <laughs> I mean, TikTok is so fun. Like, I actually think now sometimes about like, man, if TikTok had been around, the things that I would have done with this cast, like, that and they probably so would have had, they probably would have had better ideas than me because they were like all the time, like, it was very funny, like in general, whenever I went to set, I had to come up with like a plan for what we were going to film to give to Marvel just to be like, hey, just so you know, this is what we're going to be up to. Yeah. Uh, how many times we actually followed that plan? <laughs> Almost never, because like we would start filming something and then like somebody like Elizabeth would be like, wait, what if we did this instead? And then I'm like, yeah, let's go with that. Let's do it. <laughs> Elizabeth, um, the director. Uh, Elizabeth, Aww. the director. And uh, her and especially Brett Dalton. He was, um, like, you could just give this man, like, uh, like I, I think at one point um, I did a video with him or I wanted to do a video with him where 
on so on Twitter at the time, he was the pun master. This man like would live tweet every episode of Shield and just make the most ridiculous puns that he could um, during each episode. <laughs> and so I was like, Brett, you're like the pun master. Can you just like can we do like a like a pun like can we do something where you just like go around set and like make puns about things? And I think Marvel like wanted me to script something just because like they're they wanted to see whatever it was we were doing. So I wrote like a little like pun script or whatever. Brett Dalton used none of it. This man <laughs> got on set and he started improving the hell out of everything. He's like, oh, you want puns? Let me give you a hand and holds up the Colson oh, hand. And then just went off. Like he did whatever he wanted and it was all gold. And it was, I, I wish that like we could share outtakes from like some of these shoots because there was stuff that like we couldn't use and we didn't use, but like, he was so fun. So like, I never scripted anything for Brett Dalton. He just did whatever he wanted. Um, <laughs> and it was, and it was magical. And there was another time, I think it was the same shoot where like, after he finished pointing out puns on the set, um, he was like, I want a golf cart. Hey, what if we did like a set tour? And I was like, yep, let's do it. So I got <laughs> the, like, jumped in the golf cart with Brett Dalton and I think I was laughing so hard that at one point you can like on YouTube see my thumb like cover a portion of the cam of the camera because like, <laughs> I was so like uh, like on Facebook it looked nice because we like cut that out like it's all pretty and like Instagram if it's still there I don't know but the YouTube video of that you absolutely see my thumb in the corner because I was so I was trying so hard not to laugh at Brett Dalton that that <laughs> took all of my effort away <laughs> from the actual cinematography of the <laughs> and I'm still embarrassed by that you can definitely see my thumb on YouTube somewhere um we're gonna I would slice like to that into a TikTok we're gonna I would like to apologize to the fans I would like to apologize to the fans that my thumb is in the shot um but Brett Dalton was just doing his thing and I didn't want to get in the way and uh, I was trying really hard not to laugh the whole time and it was really That's hard. That's fantastic. I can't wait to see it. Something that I was thinking earlier today, because the cast would have been, like, so, so good at TikTok. They and would have been so like, good. I can imagine, like, um, is it season two that they go to that other base that used to be, like, the SSR base? I can imagine oh, yeah. in the... <laughs> it's not a spoiler. <laughs> it's just a base. I just want to make sure. <laughs> they have a lot of bases. They have a lot of bases. Okay. They do have a lot of bases. Um, but I can imagine, you know, the Lady Gaga Beyonce telephone trend that was going around with oh, like the yeah, model walks oh. through the hallways. I Clark can imagine them doing that through that base. <laughs> oh yeah, Clark would have done it. Uh, Ming would, all of them would have done it. Even Ian would have been. Uh, no, you know what would have happened if we had made that TikTok? Clark would have been the first person in it. Chloe would have shoved him out of the way. Ming would like jump in. Elizabeth would take over for a long stretch of it. And then we, and, and like Natalia would do a choreographed dance. Henry would like wave from the side. And then the last shot would be of Ian doing nothing. <laughs> Just standing like. Standing like this. <laughs> that would have been, that would have been the joke that he would have wanted to participate in. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh my gosh. This, that cast mm -hmm. is just incredible. Oh. Yeah. So what was your favorite season to work on or just like your favorite of the show in general? 
My favorite to work on, actually to work on and watch was season four. Um, it was just amazing. But I mean, season five was a blast, I think, to work on because I believe that's the season where Deke is introduced. And like I said, Jeff Ward is the funniest. He like the set of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. was already like such a fun place. Like it's really rare actually that you get a cast that all genuinely really like each other, like, and that want to hang out and like do stuff with each other. And like, you can see their natural friend chemistry. Um, it was like, I've worked on a lot of TV shows and like Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. by and far is the only one where like everyone was like having a blast the whole time, really. Um, and it's like really rare too when you like change up the cast, like are they going to fit into like this cool like culture on set? And when Jeff Ward joined the cast, it was just <laughs> like, oh my God, I wish you were here the whole time. Like so fun, <laughs> so funny, like made everybody smile like all the time it was just like it felt like kind of a missing actually no the cast was great like before too um and like we loved when like Natalia and Henry joined as well because they were really really fun especially Natalia she was like really great at like yeah volunteering to do stuff and like really like kind of stepping up and like they they were awesome as well but like I think when Jeff Ward joined all of them together, it was like, it became this environment where like, you could not go anywhere without laughing at him. Like it was just, (laughs) it was great. So season five was really fun to work on, but to watch season four. Right. And going off of that, who is like the funniest or goofiest actor and who is like the most professional on set? My God. (laughs) Um, Who is the funniest? I mean, Jeff Ward was the funniest, followed by like Chloe was very goofy and silly. Um, ADHD queen. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Chloe had a lot of fun. I mean, they all were. uh, The thing is, like, I found Ian to be hilarious, but like, he had a very dry sense of humor. Like, yeah. He was the kind of guy where, like, you couldn't, it took a while to, like, figure out when he was joking, which ended up being, like, all the time. Like, he almost never was being serious, but, like, (laughs) because he was so, like, dry about everything, you're like, oh, my God, did he really say that? And then you're like, oh, he was kidding. Um, (laughs) He was very, very funny. And just, like, Elizabeth and Ian together, they're, like, dynamic. It was very much, like... Uh, not to say that they were romantic in real life because they absolutely were not. They were just really cool buds, but like grumpy and sunshine together. (laughs) (laughs) Um, They were very fun. Uh, And then who was the most like serious? I mean, Elizabeth is also like fun and goofy like the rest of them, but like, you know, she would, she would, she was good at like reining people in and making people do things. Um, Henry Simmons was probably like, you know, like very much like, I'm here to like, do the things and uh, (laughs) but he was always like, so kind about it. I think like, he was one where like, we would do stuff with him on social and he would just be like, am I doing that right? Like, am I doing it okay? (laughs) Like, just let me know. Like, I'm just, you know, like, he was a bit more like serious on set, but always was like, having fun with the cast. Um, And like, you know, like Clark was kind of a leader, both like on and off screen. So like, he really like, I mean, he was very funny, like, don't get me wrong. But you know, like the cast, like, 
you could tell that like everyone really looked up to him and respected him even in the cast he was honestly like of like people who are like most like their characters I think Clark is a lot like Colson in real life um in that like he's fun and and personable and people really like him but they also really look up to him as kind of a leader oh that's really sweet I like that yeah. And so you said pro- the the person who's most like their character. Um, who would, oh. who do you think is like the least like their character? Ming, Ming Na Wen. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Ming Na Wen is like the smiliest, happiest, most joyful. Like she is like in the corner making dirty jokes with the crew. Like she is like having a blast like she is so like effervescent and bubbly in real life and then agent may is like i'm the cavalry we're like (laughs) we're here we're here to like we're gonna take you down hydra so like (laughs) like she was the one who like it was so interesting to like watch her film because it was like a switch being flipped where like she'd be like laughing and having a blast with the crew and then she would get on that set and like totally different person wow um because that you know that's her character yeah and like incredible she's just such I mean they were all such talented actors um but Ming really impressed me um like Elizabeth like especially like later on um just I mean but gosh, everybody on that show really has at least one moment where you're like, wow, that was some acting. Like, you can see them improve too over the course of the show. Like when they really feel like their characters have been more lived in, like you just see so many more sides to them as actors. It's so interesting as an audience member. Yeah. Yeah, there's a compilation on YouTube of like Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. scenes that should have won an Emmy or something like that. <laughs> Should have. I agree. <laughs> it, genuinely one of the most like underrated Marvel properties to this day. Like yes. And also the highest rated on Rotten Tomatoes. Thank oh! you. I'd like to remind everybody of that. <laughs> it's so crazy trying to convince people, like for some reason in the last couple years even. Like, there's been this yeah. thing in the MCU fandom where they're like, oh, it's, you know, it's so bad. It's not like, canon. Yeah. It's not canon. And I'm here to say that, according to Loki, it is canon. But nobody wants to have that conversation. Everything's <laughs> canon. Um, yeah, no. I genuinely believe that, like, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is one of the best shows in the Marvel TV universe i know that they're like you know they're the the line has been drawn where like the disney plus shows are the ones that like officially exist in the mcu and the others like do and don't at the same time but i'm also here to say that back in the day we were told hashtag it's all connected so that was a thing for us that was like (laughs) Um, the whole thing that it was this was the very first mcu tv show yes and it and it look for a while agents of shield did tie into the larger marvel cinematic universe it's just that like <laughs> it came to a point where the marvel cinematic universe no longer started tying into agents of shield and then it was like we and then agents of shield was like you know what we're going to do our own thing yeah like didn't happen um, yeah and i think a lot of that had to do with like as the the MCU got bigger and bigger like 
there yeah. there was more secrecy even from its own other properties. Totally. And I mean, I think that like, you know, I'm this is total speculation. Um, but you know, like in terms of like business schools, like Disney Plus is like super important to Disney, which is not a secret. Um, yeah. And I think that them being able to convince Marvel Studios to be like, look, we will give you like giant budgets, like way more than a network television show could ever afford. Um, can you make us content? Also plays a role in that. <laughs> yeah. But for honestly, like, even though it was like a network show, like the special effects and stuff on S.H.I.E.L.D. were pretty good. Absolutely. Like, yeah. They did some incredible work on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. So I don't want to like disparage them either. Like S.H.I.E.L.D. is a great show. And it like, especially, I, it really like gets better and better and better as the show goes on. So that's yeah. what I have always said. I have been trying to convince this one to watch the show, like <laughs> pretty much since I started watching the show. And, you know, it, it took a podcast to it's like to a get podcast. on it <laughs> but yeah it's like, I said uh, famous and then I'll watch it <laughs> <laughs> but you know I like that because like it's really fun to like have those first time experiences like I remember like I as a part of like my job you know I would get to watch the episodes like before they came out and sometimes like if I saw an episode came in and like they hadn't finished doing the special effects yet sometimes I'd just be like but I really want to know what happened. So I would like watch them without the special effects too. And like, sometimes I would just like sit at my desk and like, I would like, there were a few episodes like spies goodbye. I was like full on sobbing at my desk and like people would come up to me and be like, Tina, are you okay? And I'm like, I'm just watching Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. <laughs> there was a certain character death at the end of, I think it was season five that I literally cried for two straight hours. And I, this was before I was living with my boyfriend and I called him, I don't know what time it was. I think it was like midnight. I called him up like, they killed him. (laughs) Yeah. But then it was fine. Then it was fine. I I will say I did know in advance what was going to happen with that. So when I saw that episode, I wasn't as like gutted, but I was still very much like, yeah it It was was, heartbreaking it was heartbreaking the way they shot it like anyway things to look forward to so many things to look forward to so many tears to look forward to what I have always said is Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is like the one show because at the same time that I was watching Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. my other favorite show was Glee so they they both went off the rails in very different ways yes but <laughs> agents of shield is the one show i can think of that got better the more off the rails it went yes like every season every season i was like how are they going to up the ante next season? like how are they going to top this and they always did they always did and it was so funny too because like i would um So like for the marketing team, they would always do like a presentation at the beginning of every season to be like, here are the major plot points of like things that are going to happen that we think could be like big moments for you guys to like capitalize on or whatever. And I remember like 
sitting in these meetings or like listening to these meetings sometimes and being like, how are they going to do that? That sounds ridiculous. <laughs> and then suddenly they do. And you're like, whoa, that was so cool. Like that was way yeah. cooler than they made it out to be in this meeting. <laughs> like I really, when they pitched the whole like season four is three different chunks. I was like, that's going to be so weird and disjointed and it's going to suck. And then it did not at all. It was so good. So what was your most memorable moment on set during a visit? That's tough because there were like so many, but I think probably (laughs) just list them. This was okay. I think there is a winner. Um, I think this was during season six. Um, This is not really a spoiler, but at some part, uh, at some point they go to an alien bar, like kind of Star Wars-y. And they like, they, they built this like beautiful (laughs) alien bar set. Yeah. And, um, and like, I was on set to literally get like, um, like happy holidays messages from the cast. Like it was meant to be like a seasonal like thing, because I think like ABC was going to like push that season or something like, I don't remember like what it was scheduling wise, but like we wanted to get some like holiday messages from the cast. Mm -hmm. What that turned into was (laughs) was <laughs> it was Chloe, Ian, Elizabeth, and Jeff Ward. They took over this alien bar and they decided to make themselves drinks. They were like, hey, prop crew, are we allowed to like drink this stuff? And they're like, well, it's not like meant to be edible, but there's nothing in there that'll like kill you. And they were like, great. <laughs> so these were like prop drinks. Um and you can watch this video later. Uh, but they're, they're all like at the bar. They have these prop drinks. And they are like, it's literally like soda water with like mushrooms and boba tea like balls. Oh and like, like little bits of like greenery. Like it was not meant to be a drink that you drank. It was meant to be set decoration. Yeah. <laughs> but Ian, Jeff, mostly Ian and Jeff, decided that they were going to name all of these drinks and sample them together. And it was literally like, I have like at least like 20 minutes of footage of the two, like the two of them with like, I think Chloe got in on it for a bit, but she was like kind of in and out of like a fitting or something where, but, and and Elizabeth was there the entire time. She did not drink any of these drinks. She just (laughs) sat there laughing at them. The two of them were like coming up with names for these drinks and like, encouraging the other one to drink them which mostly were like it was like jeff and ian like spitting these drinks everywhere (laughs) um clearly in the days before covid they were so disgusting and all of us were in stitches like we you can probably hear our laughter like in this video because we are all like dying just letting them do whatever they wanted um (laughs) like at one point they talked about the holidays, but they just did not care. And they were like, so this drink is this, I'm going <laughs> to call it this. And, and the two of them are like, they would like, I think like at one point, like Ian, like picked out a mushroom and started like throwing it at Jeff. Like they were just goofing <laughs> and they, oh my God, I've never laughed so hard. Like they were so funny. Gosh, I wish. You know, like there's all the footage that like if we had a TikTok, I'd probably just dump it there. Though sometimes like you do have to get everything like approved by the actors. Like I have a couple of videos that are just like 
really funny that I showed them to the actors and they're just like, please don't post that. It's oh, no. don't post it. <laughs> I'm like, I won't. I, I promise I won't. Um, yeah. But like, God, that day on set was just insane. <laughs> I that remember that episode so, so very vividly. Oh, so, so vividly. And I and loved funniest- it. Like, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, as you say, like the funniest part of that episode is that like, I didn't, at the time when they were doing this whole drink escapade, I didn't know what was going to happen in that episode, specifically um, the hallucination. Um, <laughs> and if I had, I would have asked about it. There's like so many questions that I have about it. So One sorry. of the best scenes in the whole show. <laughs> I was going to say, I love that Caroline is like hearing all of these things that like are spoilers, but aren't, but you have no idea how they're going to yeah, go there. <laughs> like, you're gonna as soon as you finish the show like re-listen to this interview and you'll be like oh my god that's what you were talking about (laughs) (laughs) or maybe you'll remember and as you watch the show it'll it'll spark something in you but like probably that episode oh my god that's how i um justified to myself telling her about sky because i was like okay so it is a spoiler but it's more like a plot point and a, uh, yeah. you, you won't know how it's going to happen. Yeah. How it happens know how. will still be a surprise. <laughs> but yeah, I because like I haven't called her Sky in years. I'm proud of myself because I have been correct about a few things uh, that I guessed. <laughs> For example, in the first episode, I guessed that Sky wasn't her real name. Mm. <laughs> That's good on you. That's good on you. <laughs> Sky has has quite a journey through Agents of Shield. Yeah, she does. Um, I'm like she very also... excited for you to experience that. <laughs> Me too. She also jokingly has been calling Ward a villain like since episode one. Like it was like what, <laughs> like five minutes, ten minutes in or something when he said Gramsci, I was like, <laughs> done. Like... It's over. Yeah. <laughs> Am I allowed to say the thing that I want to say, or should I not say anything? I know that he's Hydra. Um, We've so gotten to that point. We... I don't know. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because <laughs> I'm like, I honestly, I will say, because it happened so early in the show, when I've tried to convince some of my friends to watch Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., um, I do kind of give them the preface of like, look, there are a couple episodes in season one that are a bit slow. Um, but the show, I think for me, the turning point of the show is the episode, like, turn, turn, turn. Yeah. Um, and I usually, like, say to them, like, look, you can kind of skip around through season one if you want, but without, like, spoiling too much, like, obviously, S.H.I.E.L.D. ties into the Winter Soldier, and in Winter Soldier, we learn that, like, there are pockets of Hydra that have infiltrated S.H.I.E.L.D., Mm -hmm. and so there may be a character on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. who is Hydra. There might be. <laughs> who knows? And <laughs> and for me, when that person comes to light, that's when the show starts to get, like, really, really, really good. So yeah. I'm like, I know it's a spoiler, but, like, you know, you knew it was kind of coming, but, like, there's so much more that you have no idea, like, how cool it gets. Like, yeah. Like if the Hydra thing is like the twist of Agents of Shield, just just hang on. Like it gets <laughs> it gets wild later. 
It really does. <laughs> <laughs> so what was your favorite part of the job and what was your least favorite? Like what, what was like great and what was kind of a bummer part? Um, I mean, the best part of the job, honestly, was going on set. <laughs> that was the cool. I mean, like, of course, like, you know, the with any social media job, like the 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 more the less fun parts are like the writing, the planning, the scheduling um, and like, you know, the analytics. We did a lot of analytics as well for all our shows. Um, analytics was definitely the worst part of uh <laughs> that in general um and then sometimes like you know there would be late nights not necessarily related to shield um i mean sometimes like when i'd live tweet sometimes it would be like okay i had a lot to do today i have to like take this break for an hour and a half to do the live tweet and then schedule for the west coast and then i have to jump back into all these other things that i didn't finish um so that's like the boring stuff that like you know nobody cares about fun parts were getting to go on set and really seeing how the show was made and also just in general um I'm kind of a marketing nerd like that's why it's my profession of choice but Mm -hmm. I really really loved um hearing about the show from the showrunners and kind of like what they're envisioning and then figuring out like how do we make this something that can connect with the fans like how do we come up with ways of like reaching people and engaging with people and just like on a very like high level strategic place. Um, I was obviously not the only person that came up with this. It was like many, many teams of people, but for my small part in it, I love to understand like the big landscape and like where we fit. And then what are the cool things we can do? Like what are, what are fun ways to engage the cast and like the guest stars and like, you know, how do we make this, um, really fun and then also like the events like comic-con and the parties and that oh, kind yeah. of thing that was fun yeah. too. so you got to go to comic cons and and things like that with the cast I got to go to their very last comic-con um Kevin and Lauren went to all the other comic-cons with them but I went to every wonder con with them so I went to I think in total it was maybe like four or five different wonder cons and then just the ones at comic-con for me um, I certainly heard stories about the other Comic Cons that they all went to, <laughs> um, but then we'd also do like rap parties and things like that, and um, it was really nice. They would usually invite us to those, so that was cool. Cool, that is cool. I've been waiting for um, the only cast member that I have met was Jay August Richards, and he is just ah. the sweetest man. I love him so much. I was going to say, he's like one of the few that I haven't met Oh, um, because he was like mostly season one, mm-hmm. but I, I heard great things. The thing is like everybody who was on that cast, even the guest stars, like, I don't know how they cast this show in a way where they really only cast great people. They were all so nice. Just the nicest. I've been exactly, waiting for right? like, like Ian and Elizabeth or like Chloe or somebody to pop up at, uh, I live in South Louisiana, so nobody really mm. comes down here. But I've been waiting for someone to pop up at a at a convention <laughs> near here. That would be great. I mean, they might. I don't know how much filming they do in Louisiana. I know they a lot of actors do quite a bit of filming in Georgia, um, which yeah. is very interesting. I know. But... I heard. I heard recently that Elizabeth and her husband bought a house in Georgia. 
Oh, I didn't know that. That would make sense, though. Yeah. Um, Elizabeth's husband is so chill, by the way. He's like, he they seems were so, like it. they were so like sweet together. Like you could just tell like how much they love each other in like a really cheesy way. But like, yeah, I love hanging out with like couples like that where you're like, oh, you guys really do like enjoy each other. They're like oh. best friends. <laughs> They're like best friends. They're like best friends. Like he, I, she would always bring him to like conventions and like events and things like that. Um, we did a couple like screenings um, and then like he would always come to like, you know, WonderCon and Comic-Con and stuff. And so there was like when you go to a convention, like as part of like a crew, I guess, or like a guest of the cast or something, usually the first couple rows are like reserved. And so um more often than not, I would end up like sitting next to Elizabeth's husband while she was on a panel. And so like, she'd be doing her thing and he'd be like, so proud of her and like cheering. And meanwhile, I'm on my phone, like live tweeting. (laughs) Um, That's so cool. But yeah, I think he's, he's got like a travel blog where he like, yeah, is a points master. And I was like trying to get all the intel from him on like how to get points. And he's just like, follow my social media. I usually have secrets (laughs) I want the secrets (laughs) I usually scroll past his videos when I see them on TikTok because I'm like I'm I'm poor I'll watch them later (laughs) yeah exactly I'm like when I I... get money I'll watch your videos (laughs) exactly because I mean it's all like like he does all this stuff through like credit card points but like to get enough credit card points to like do what he does you gotta spend a lot of money first so yeah I'm already in enough credit card debt. I'm good. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, he seems like he worships the the ground she walks on as he should. And they're both, they they both just like, God, they were just so, (laughs) they were so nice. I miss Elizabeth. She was, I think, the nicest person in the cast. She, She seems just like a very sweet and genuine person. She's amazing. Um, Because this is a podcast, I'm gonna like, air this out um, because I really need more of the internet to peer pressure her into doing this. Fun fact about Elizabeth Hemstridge, she is obsessed with Dancing with the Stars. She loves that show. That was like another show that I worked on. And so whenever I would come on set, she would just want to talk about Dancing with the Stars. And I... I have told her like at least like four different, I think pretty much anytime she wanted to talk to me about Dancing with the Stars, I would then try to redirect the conversation into Elizabeth, you should go on Dancing with the Stars. She should. And she was always like, no, I can't dance. I don't know if I can do that. I just That's love the whole point. That's and I'm the like, part. Elizabeth, you've seen the show. They'll teach you. And she's like, but what if I'm not good at it? Like, I'm so sorry for <laughs> totally butchering her accents but it's very fun um anyway she never wanted I was like Elizabeth you could just ask your agent she's like I know but I don't want to be on the show I just like to be a fan and I'm like Elizabeth like uh, anyway I'm on a one woman crusade to get Elizabeth Hensridge on Dancing with the Stars because I would watch the shit out of that and I would vote I would ever I hope you know that wait can you tell her that I have a song that I literally wrote about Dancing with the Stars. What? <laughs> yeah, it's on it's on Spotify and everything. It's called Dancers. <gasps> oh my god! I'll I'm write another one for her if she goes on it. <laughs> Did you hear that, Elizabeth? You will have a song written about you for you if you go on Dancing with the Stars. Mm-hmm. 
<laughs> I feel like there are so many Fitzsimmons songs just waiting to be written. Caroline. They're coming. They're just, you, they're baking. They're, you know? they're, they're waiting. Ar- <laughs> they're, they're, they're jangling around in that noggin. Fitzsimmons, best ship. Best ship. <laughs> Since like, day one, like, I watched the first episode and, like, barely even knew their names. And I'm like, those two. I want those them. two. I love them. Yeah. I love that. Well, look, you can't you can't have a show where you literally write in a ship name and then not expect them to, to be shipped. Obviously. Absolutely. Um, so, I mean, this is, like, not a spoiler, but, like, Fitzsimmons. That was one of the, first, the only things that I did know about the show going in. I was like, Fitzsimmons, Fitzsimmons. I already know. <laughs> Fitzsimmons. Mostly I because love collectively them. they are my favorite character. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're, look, you can't, you cannot choose between Fitz and Simmons. Obviously. They are Fitzsimmons. Um, and they're, they're just magical. I love them. <laughs> so, so beautiful. I think also this, I mean, this isn't a spoiler, Caroline, because you, you definitely have already known this and you probably have seen like gift sets of it on my tumblr in the past but i recently realized that like all of my personal taste in wedding dress <laughs> probably comes from simmons wedding dress oh i'm God. like wait because <laughs> i was looking at my pinterest board and then i was looking at like the episode and i was like wait i mean wait <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I loved, I loved that, that moment, that dress. I don't want to get too far into it, but like all of it was beautiful. And that was another of the episodes that made me cry at my desk. Could not have been more perfect. Mm -hmm. Uh, Mm -hmm. So I like, I know you had a certain amount of behind the scenes access. So like what sort of things about the show itself were you privy to? I know you said like you got like the meeting and you got to talk Mm -hmm. with the showrunners and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so like set visits um, a couple times a season, and um, oh, sometimes we would go to table reads, and that was really cool. Ooh. Um, table reads were really exciting, especially since it's like kind of the first time that the cast is also reading as well, um, and there would be like some fun like reactions in the room, <laughs> um, and then just like, I mean, <laughs> actually the main like. <laughs> thing that would happen every week was uh besides like all the meetings and all that stuff um marvel tv marketing would come up with a document every week for every single episode and i do not have any of these documents not that i'd ever be allowed to share them but like uh every week we'd get a document kind of saying like here's a synopsis of the episode and here is a list of things that you are not allowed to talk about um, until after the episode has aired. (laughs) And by after the episode has aired, we mean West coast. Yeah. And so like there, there is like every week there was like a whole thing of like, okay, how do I not talk about this major plot point during the live tweet that happened? (laughs) Um, My favorite, my favorite one of these documents um, that was like the biggest, like the biggest challenge. um, There is, an episode, an episode in season three. Um, no, I'm gonna be as non-spoilery as I possibly can be. Okay. Um, there <laughs> is one episode in in season three that stars only one of the agents of Shield, and 
this person, Marvel wanted to make it clear to everyone. Uh, she so so there is another person that kind of um, appears in the episode. Uh, but Marvel basically was like, we need you to hide the existence of this other person. So there is an episode with only two people in it. And I was only allowed to tweet about one of those two people. Oh my yeah. God. And I was like, <laughs> how am I supposed to say anything? Um, and the, and I, I'm pretty sure that the live tweet for that episode was just full emojis. It was like, oh my <laughs> yeah. God, friends. Oh my God, fellow agents, did you see that? Like, I don't remember. I don't even remember like how I did it, but I was like, I I went to my boss and I was like, are you kidding me? Like Marvel's not going to let us say anything. And and she's like, yeah, no, just don't, 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 we're not going to push back on Marvel with this. Yeah. Um, And so, and like, I understand. And by the way, I'm not disparaging Marvel. I think that they had a good reason to not want to talk about this other, but like, it made my job really hard. Yeah. <laughs> I um, remember that. And I remember being very angry <laughs> at the time. Oh, 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 me too. Oh, me too. Uh, I also, believe me, <laughs> lost my mind when I found out about it. But, um, but yeah, so, so that was kind of the main thing where it was like, you know, we'd have to wait a couple days before we released like a big moment or whatever, just to kind of give everybody some time. Um, And like, also like, you know, in earlier seasons, when more people were watching live, we were able to reveal a bit more, a bit sooner. And then like when streaming kind of evolved, we would have to wait a couple of days to really like talk about like the stuff that starts happening. So yeah, but I, I think like, yeah, for the most part, um, that was most of the special stuff that we did. Yeah, that's really cool. So cool. Yeah, I feel like nowadays, like with streaming, especially like with some of the Disney Plus shows, they they like don't even wait a couple days anymore. They they like post a clip as the episode, like the day it drops. I'm yeah. like, oh, hello. Yeah. <laughs> some of us have jobs. <laughs> I know. I well, I know. And the thing, okay, the said, thing fuck that your like. Job. <laughs> <laughs> My thing with all the Disney Plus shows, um, I I have to be like really careful about what I say because I like, I don't work for Disney Plus, but I tangentially work with Disney Plus. But as a fan, speaking only as a fan, I don't like that all the drops are at midnight because I want to watch them because my job is being on the internet. (laughs) I can't not be on the internet on Thursday morning. So I have to stay up on Wednesday night, every Wednesday night to watch whatever it is they drop because I know, because like, since I don't work on any of that stuff, I don't get to watch it in advance. And it is hard. And I, and kind of, honestly, I'm like, friends, if you're going to do this, like, I understand that like we're streaming Wednesday or sorry, I guess I watched them Tuesday night. I can't, Yeah, my brain's mush today. Um, yes. Tuesday night is when I stay up. Uh, because they all come out on Wednesdays. The problem with streaming things on Wednesday is like, why don't you just pick a time? Like, yeah. why can't we just like, yeah. I know that like streaming has streamed so far that we're going back to the network model, but like it worked for a reason, man. Like right. at nine, eight central, all my agents of shield fans were like ready. And we were going to talk about it together versus like 
everybody who's like trying to watch the Mandalorian and like, um, you know, Miss Marvel and Moon Knight are like, <laughs> it's like midnight and we're all like, did you see what just happened? He said, hello there. <laughs> and nobody tags their spoilers anymore. Like there's no such thing as a spoiler anymore. Exactly. And nobody tags anything anymore, um, which for the record, I always tagged everything for <laughs> <laughs> shield. Um, I mean, it like, no, it doesn't look very cool when you add the hashtag. Um, because also this was in the days before Twitter does that thing where like now you can search the phrase agents of shield or whatever phrase you want and it'll just populate with results but back in those days you wanted to talk about something you use a hashtag I sound so old (laughs) no I said (laughs) in the last my day I said in the last episode, actually, that, like, I'm so old that I used to get my Twitter notifications texted to my phone. Oh, my God. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah. But, like, the, the midnight drops on the West Coast are, like, 2 or 3 a.m. over here. That's right. Yeah. And so I'm, like, I'm not even gonna. Like, maybe I'll I'm wake up at 6 bother. and watch it. Yeah. yeah. That I've like had to do recently um, because sometimes because I'm I'm an old lady now and I can't (laughs) stay up that late. And so like sometimes I'll watch like half an episode of a Disney Plus show and then like wake up really early the next morning to finish it. (laughs) Um, So I was holding out hope for for a Daisy cameo in Ms. Marvel, but it was not to be. I am also holding out hope for a Daisy cameo. Um, I feel the need to mention yet again, I have no knowledge or control of any of this um, <laughs> but i as a fan would love to see daisy in the mcu again even if it's like a variant of daisy you know yeah absolutely that that's that's the way that i see it too everybody wants to know like uh you know will daisy appear in the mcu and man i'm with you i wish i knew <laughs> i have no clue i used to know stuff about marvel like when shield was airing but now i know nothing so yeah, I absolutely yep. like had a part of Avengers Endgame spoiled for me on accident um, from being on the Shield set, but oh, no. <laughs> that was really funny actually. And that was before Infinity War came out, so like I was kind of expecting this thing to happen that I heard about like in Infinity War, and then when it didn't, I was like, oh, I've shit. seen both of those movies, so you can speak freely about them. Okay, great. <laughs> if you would like, <laughs> I. I can, I can, and I will. Um, an unnamed person on the set to not incriminate anybody <laughs> was talking about how, because um, obviously there's time travel in Endgame, and we see the Quinjet again. And so, mm-hmm. a fun piece of trivia is that when they were making that movie, they actually borrowed uh, parts of the Quinjet from the Agents of Shield set. Oh. Um, That's so, so cool. that is in, so that's like in Endgame because they're like, you know, Battle of New York. Yeah, so that was, like, so I heard from, so, so, like, this was literally, like, a year before Infinity Game came out, or Infinity War. Infinity Game. Infinity Game. I have a lot of knowledge in here. It's just everywhere. We do Um, it all the time. (laughs) Every day. This was before Infinity War came out. Um, And so I was like, oh, wow, cool. And so, and I think like, I don't remember if they explicitly said time travel, but I remember the Battle of New York being mentioned at some point. So I think maybe my mind jumped to like time travel and like, damn, this is going to be so cool. 
And of course, like we're all under NDA. So like I, I kept, I kept this a secret for three years. So I knew about time travel for three years. And I remember like going to see Infinity War in the movie theater and like expecting there to be like time travel or whatever. And then the, the, you know, they all dissolve at the end and I'm like, that was an end game spoiler and the time travel is to get them all back oh my god isn't it like uh because that's like the only thing you know like I knew that there was gonna be time travel and then there wasn't and then I'm like but wait there is yeah (laughs) um so but that was like not ever like knowledge that was like supposed to be officially disseminated in any way it was more just like you know, when you're talking through the hallway, the assumption is that everybody is under NDA and we kind of all are slash were. Um, and again, this isn't a spoiler anymore because that was years ago. So <laughs> yeah. I don't think I'm violating any NDAs. Um, <laughs> I hope not. <laughs> we'll, we'll protect you. Yeah. I'm, I'm squaring up. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, I never signed an NDA about that particular instance. Oh. Um, so it was not yeah. my fault, but I overheard it. <laughs> You're covered. You're covered. <laughs> Something else that just occurred to me. Um, didn't Clark, he filmed Captain Marvel like around the time that Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Yeah. was going on. Yes, he did do that. Um, I don't think I knew that much about it, though. I think I did know that he was going to cameo. But outside of that, like, I didn't know too much. <laughs> it was It was great, though. Oh, I loved it. I think I was did. so tickled seeing like rookie Coulson. Right. I know. You know what? I'm, I'm trying to remember. This has been so long ago. I know that like we were expected to do cross promotion for Marvel movies, like anytime they came out on agents of shield. But I, I think I do remember we went a little bit harder for Ms. Marvel. Cause like, you know, <laughs> I mean, Captain Marvel. Captain Marvel. Marvel. <laughs> Gosh, there are so many Marvels. There are. <laughs> That's you know what? This is why um, my whole job was writing things down because I could just take a look at it and be like, nope, it's gotta be this, it's gotta be this. Yeah. I did my homework. Sometimes <laughs> I was like, I didn't I have to say, like, I didn't read a ton of Marvel comics prior to Shield, but um Kevin, who also worked on the show, was is a full nerd. And sometimes I would be like, hey, Kevin, if I could like reference a comic here, like what would be a good thing? Or like, does this make sense in the context of like this thing I Googled or whatever? And he was always like super down to help me out. And um, and I think Marvel probably appreciated it. So cool. Yeah, it's so hard to get a hold of comics too. like, especially I mean, where I am, I'm in small town, Louisiana. And so like, if I want a comic, I got to order it off Amazon. And even then, like some comics just aren't in print anymore, or like are super Mm -hmm. expensive. And so I'm listening to a YouTube video that is explaining, I think the most recent Secret Wars comic, because All that has just been announced, which makes the case for Daisy to come back because hello, Secret Wars. Exactly. Exactly. I she was the leader of the Secret Warriors. I really and and there was also like a plot line on Shields kind of about that. About Secret Warriors. And it never come on, guys. It like it kind of like started to happen, but it never fully reached its fruition and yeah, I'm just... I, I blame the Inhumans TV show. LOL, a TV show I also worked on. <laughs> <laughs> um, I still actually no haven't watched it. <laughs> I, you 
don't. From what I hear, Agents of Shield did Inhumans better than Inhumans did. Yeah. <laughs> I think everybody would agree with that. Yeah. You know what? The one thing I will say about Inhumans, though, is because, like, almost no one watched it, but I did. Um, <laughs> when I saw... Black Bolt. Yes. When I saw Doctor Strange, let me tell you, the entire theater heard me screaming. And I was <laughs> the only one. I was the only one. And I was losing my mind. Everybody else was like, oh my god, it's it's John Krasinski. And I and <laughs> I still hung up on Juice Black Bolt. Black Bolt is here. I had a I called him something else um, internally, but it, that's a way longer story that needs to be. Anyway, I um, when I saw Mr. Anson Mount Blackagar Boltagon, I lost my damn mind. It was I um incredible. I only like tangentially knew who he was because I didn't, you know, I didn't watch the show. But like my first thought was like, oh my god, an inhuman, and then my second thought was they're bringing Black Bolt in, but not Daisy. Dude, I really thought that they would have brought in somebody from S.H.I.E.L.D. before they would have done somebody from the Inhumans. But comic-wise, makes sense, because yeah. Black Bolt is, like, he was really powerful. The, yeah. Um, I think, are... though, that I would have been more upset if um, if Wanda had killed Quake. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> if, like, if what happened, like, at first, when all these people were appearing, I was, like, really upset. And then when you saw what happened to all of them, I was like, you know what? I'm fine with them not including them. <laughs> um, but you know what? It's fine. Wanda really did nothing wrong. You know, she did what she needed to do. And Wanda... <laughs> if they would have just let her give Vision a funeral, none of this would have happened. I agree. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, Wanda was done dirty. And I know that, like, her reaction to such things was maybe out of line but you know you know i support women's rights but i support I, women's wrongs as well wrong yes <laughs> exactly I, i'm with you there I and that is also what i say about reina yeah yes oh we need a Raina. Ta- She's so, so good so i think you were probably on like the tail end of the reina stuff i was so, i was around for most of reina because she okay, gets big awesome. in season two yeah and Caroline oh, yeah. doesn't know anything about that, but I I don't even remember if I loved Reina this much on first watch, but I have been simping over Reina so hard throughout <laughs> the course of this podcast. I mean, Ruth, what an actress. Amazing. She got nominated for an Oscar later in her career. She's yes. incredible. And you can tell why. You can yeah. tell why. Like, she is, and I think a Tony, too, at one point. Like, Ruth yeah. is a force to be reckoned with. Um, it's like wild that she was on the show to begin with. <laughs> yes, it's it's such a like such a person to have on your mm-hmm. cast. Yeah, and God, just yeah. probably one of the best villains on on the whole show. Totally. Oh my God, I miss her. Wow. <laughs> so, um, what would you say like is your favorite villain on the show? If if there's a way to do it without spoilers or I don't I don't think that there is really I can take my headphones off hang on I just gotta think I have to think about that actually because there were so (laughs) many good there are so many um you know what actually I can say this name and it won't mean anything um to Carolyn yet cool I really liked Hive (laughs) Hive yes yes 
I really and, like <laughs> and that actor did so well. Oh yeah, oh yeah, <laughs> they did. That actor, because uh, I was initially, you know, a little upset when I uh, heard the news, and then I was very happy <laughs> for for a season. Yeah, that's all I can say about that. My reaction was like, really, really. And then I was like, I mean, okay. <laughs> but like, they had so much fun with it that it was like, oh my God, I'm so glad that this is happening. Like, <laughs> I know it's such a, I don't know if you guys ever watched the show, like Supernatural. Yeah. Um, that's Caroline's a huge Supernatural fan. <laughs> okay. Um, shoot. I have to figure out how to say this without spoiling it, but it's something that happens on Supernatural, like quite a lot kind of happens on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Oh, dying, um, dropping to life. And uh, I was really happy that it happened <laughs> to Hive. Okay. You don't know who that is. Okay. All right. Uh, God, there's just so much to look forward to. And I think that has been the hardest part of this whole podcast. I'm like, I want you to speed through the seasons, but I know we can't. <laughs> yeah. Just so we can talk about it. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So I think that that's probably about all. Do you have anything else that you like want to get off your chest? <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. In terms of things getting off my chest, just to like wrap everything up. Um, I just want to say to like any fans who like ever live tweeted with the show, like engaged in any way, like the fandom is the best part of shield. Um, and I like even having like a very, very, very small piece of that um, was like one of the best moments of my career ever. Mm-hmm. And so I just like want to say thank you to anybody that like watched the show specifically Aww. like when I was on it, but also just in general. And I know that like the whole cast, all the crew, like these were all really passionate people and just having like a small part of being able to show like what they were able to do to like the larger public was really like such an honor for me. Um, and, and not just for me, for any, for all the people that worked on the marketing, the social media, anybody at ABC, like it really was a special show. And um, I hope that all the fans know that. <laughs> so good having you on. Do you have anything to plug? Do you want to plug your social media? <laughs> Um, let's see. My Twitter is just unhinged. (laughs) (laughs) Mostly just me um, tweeting about politics and pop culture. Um, But my Instagram is like a little bit more put together. So if you want to follow me on Instagram, it is at Tina Pollock, T-I-N-A-P-O-L-L-O-C-K-E-D. If you happen to find my Twitter as a result of that, <laughs> feel free. Um, it's a lot of thirst tweets about Adam Driver and politics. <laughs> um, specifically, like, left-leaning politics. As you should. Um, as we should. <laughs> but, yeah, my <laughs> Instagram... Come one, come all. <laughs> it's uh, my employer looks at it, so it's so that's the, that's the cleaned up one. Yeah. <laughs> that's the that's the that's like Tina with all her shit together, and my Twitter is just everything else. <laughs> just Tina. <laughs> yeah, it is a different handle than my Instagram. 
<laughs> anyway. <laughs> All yeah. right. Well, it was so good talking to you and so good having you yes. on. Thank you so much. It's so <laughs> nice to speak to you both as well. And good luck with the rest of your rewatch. Thank you. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> All right, all right, I think we can one. probably all stop recording now. <laughs> all righty. Awesome. Okay, bye. Okay. Bye. bye. That was so fun. That was so fun. She's so cool.